What's up, Z fam? It's your boy Z Dog MD. I'm live and direct out of my office. I thought I would uh, have a nice discussion with y'all tonight uh, about psychopathy in medicine. Not only, um, you know, we, we often talk about the violence that we experience from patients and the hashtag silent no more sort of movement where we talk about being victims of. Uh, disrespect, violence, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, stalking, murder, uh, those kind of things. So we've, we've had those discussions. But what's interesting today is I want to talk about two sort of um, different angles on violence or assault and what they might mean to how we practice in healthcare, both for patients and for caregivers and healthcare professionals. So the first one is really interesting. So this is a British case of a surgeon. Let me pull up the the piece here. Um, who apparently branded his initials on a couple of patients' livers. So he's a, a general surgeon who's a transplant specialist. Uh, and he put his, his name is Simon Bramhall. And he apparently burnt with his bovie or whatever he did. I guess it was, I don't know if it was laparoscopic or how he did this. Uh, just shows how long out of surgery I am since I was a medical student, basically. And on a follow-up operation, another doctor noticed that he had branded his initials on the outside of the liver. Well, that doctor then reported him. And I think this was the National Health Service, NHS in Britain, and the guy was then the subject of a actual an actual criminal um, complaint. So the offense being assault by uh, some kind of assault, and they were talking about a, a you know potential. Uh, l let me let me see this. So Simon Bramhall, consultant surgeon specializing in liver transplantation, pleaded guilty uh, in Birmingham Crown Court to assault by beating, and this. Charge of assault by beating can carry a fine of 5,000 pounds, maximum of six months in prison. Um, and the judge actually observed that the case was unique in legal history and it was without precedent because he had already been suspended four months earlier uh, by, the, <clears throat> by whatever governing body of the hospital, um, but now was sort of being legally prosecuted. Now, the question ZPAC is, first of all, is this assault, okay, so this is a, a surgeon. Surgeons have a, a, a kind of unique disposition. They're, anyone who works in the OR kind of understands that the OR is a different kind of place and in the intensity of surgery, which is very stressful. Um, you know, comments are made, different things are said, which are not necessarily intended for a conscious patient to hear. Now, a question is, if you brand your initials on a patient's liver, which is inside their body, they would never know about it. It doesn't necessarily cause harm to the liver. And again, we're speaking in sort of broader terms. Is this assault that should be prosecuted in criminal courts? Uh, as though the patient were assaulted while awake and is consciously aware. The only way this was figured out is another physician opened up, looked at it, and reported it. And the physician was actually already uh, apparently 
uh, punished in the medical system and suspended. But now the question is, is it a is a prosecutable legal offense? Now, th- this is where I think you can try to see all sides of this issue. I think patients advocates, including myself, would say, well, it's just not appropriate. Why would you do that? It's a sign of a weird kind of lack of... Um, you know, almost a psychopathy in terms of lack of empathy for this patient. And, you know, even though it's inside them and even though you're the surgeon and even though you have to have an ego structure that supports the understanding that you're doing life and death stuff and you're, you got to have confidence in yourself, there's really no reason to do that, right? There's my daughter practicing violin, by the way, if you hear that. So despite all that, is this a, a, a legal kind of offense? And as healthcare professionals, we're on attack from all sides as it is. Should the legal system get involved in something like this? So my own take is, and there was an op-ed written by a doc named, a surgeon named Henry Marsh in The Guardian. Um, and he basically said, look, the guy's been punished. It wasn't smart. It was a dumb thing to do. Is it assault? No, he shouldn't be prosecuted legally for this. So, you know, let me read some quick comments before I tell you what I think. So Sean Ciano says he's a surgeon and he's signing on his artwork. You know, it's, it's funny. So a lot of people actually might feel that way. I disagree that, I know you're joking, but I mean, I disagree that that's something that you can do. Uh, you know, this is a human being, whether it's internal or external, it is not ethical. It sets a bad sort of moral tone and it's disrespectful, I think, um, especially since you do it surreptitiously. You're not telling the patient you do this. Now, we all know in surgery, there's a lot of stuff you don't tell the patient that you did. You know, it, it, you dictate an op note. It's very sort of third party perspective. The omentum was opened and the, you know, small bowel was nicked. This was repaired with. It's very sort of detached because that's just kind of the style of, of surgical stuff. So I, I, I don't think this was appropriate. I think it was dumb. It was uh, foolish. It was kind of childish, right? It's not the way you want your surgeon behaving, but is it a criminal offense? Um, so, so Skylar Kaplan says, that sounds like pretty poor form, but if no harm was done, I guess I don't see the huge issue. If it were my liver, I'd probably laugh. Um, not that I do something like that to a patient. I mean, I think again, and we in healthcare have a particular gallows type of humor, you know, personally, I would love it if the surgeon branded my liver. I think that'd be funny because I know when I die and if I had an autopsy, people would be like, oh, that, you know, that jackass worked on his liver. Uh, but again, doing it without consent and in a, a secret way feels really unethical and immoral to me. Is it a prosecutable offense? I don't think so. I don't think this is assault. I think it's poor judgment on the part of someone who works really hard and has to have, again, the kind of mindset of a surgeon, which again, it doesn't excuse psychopathic behavior, but it does, um, if we're gonna be attacked on all sides as healthcare professionals like that, I think it's not appropriate to, to be attacked by the legal system for this. Then again, this is my take as a practicing doc. I, I, I really don't, I think, they crossed a line when they did that. And of course it makes international news because, oh my gosh, you know, but we all know, and and there have been doctors in the U S who were caught branding initials on the outside of patients, 
uh, on you know stapling patterns of their initials or bovying in the skin, and those guys did face criminal charges because now you're you're literally assaulting the exterior of a patient and causing harm because that's a visual thing that harms a patient. You know, it doesn't necessarily harm a liver. A liver regenerates if the external part of the liver is not, you know, burning your initials, and it's probably not going to cause any physiologic change in the liver. But it is, again, I think a violation of the trust that our patients put in us. So the question then is, and again, Carol Grantham brings up that point, it does not cause, it didn't cause harm, right? Yeah, but that's exactly right. But again, intent uh, is kind of an important part when you're looking at the sort of ethics and the morality of stuff. His intent was to secretly sign his initials as a kind of a weird ego trip. At least that's what we have to assume based on his action, which is not consistent with you know, a compassionate use of OR time. You you could cause harm by spending time in the OR because time is danger, you know, in the OR. You're under anesthesia long, complications can happen, it's expensive, you're uh, potentially pushing someone else out of the OR. So there's a lot of reasons why you don't spend time doing something stupid in the OR. But we spend time all the time teaching house staff how to do operations and we spend a lot of time in the OR. It's not unethical because it's a means to an end. Is branding your initials in a liver a means to an end? No. Um, other comments, who the, kef, who the F cares, no harm done, says Carol Grantham again. I mean, and again, this is a, this would be my argument of why it's not a prosecutable offense. Should it be a punishable sort of medical ethics? Like, should we auto-regulate people who do that? Well, probably, because it's not a smart move. All right, that being said, what is inappropriate? So if you guys have seen this case out of Cedar sinai Cedar sinai there was an eye surgeon. I don't know his name. Let me pull up the, <clears throat> the piece. A lot of people have sent me this, a lot of nurses saying, oh my gosh, this is horrible. What should we do about this? And it's a video about uh, a nurse at Cedars who was on the video uh, surveillance footage. You see as she's walking out of the OR, the surgeon comes out and whacks her on the back of the head as she's walking away. And the early footage I saw of this, I couldn't really tease out what was happening. On this particular YouTube clip I see, it's quite clear what happened. A month later, I think she started a lawsuit saying there was this assault, but also there's a degree of longstanding sexual harassment that's been going on. So this gets me to this. Now, again, I, it's very difficult for me to uh, go on record and say, I support this or I support that in terms of this particular case, because again, it's an ongoing legal case. And without being there, without hearing both sides, without talking to them, without you know interviewing witnesses, it's very hard. Obviously, you can look at the video and say, oh my gosh. It's just like when you look at Alex Wubbles getting arrested by uh, the officer in Utah. You just go, okay, it's hard to see. I don't know what the backstory is, but this doesn't look good for the officer. It's similar in this case with the surgeon. It looks like he hits her on the back of the head and she continues to walk away. And so we don't know any of the story around it beyond what she's saying and he's saying. So let's say that, forget about like the actual truth in this case. Hitting a coworker, right, in a non-consensual way is not okay. It's not just not okay, it's a criminal offense. So that just should not even be a question. I don't care whether it's an operative culture or surgical culture or if this eye surgeon was, the, you know, the, the, the shit nationally and is the best eye surgeon in the world. He cannot hit members of his team or members of any team or anybody, right? So that just let's just make sure that we understand that this is not just unethical. It is a criminal act if it's 
if it's shown to be the case in this case, all right? So that's established. Now the question is, bleed it into the question of sexual harassment claims. So according to the lawsuit, um, there was a sort of a, a sexual harassment component, which was a, which she alleges was in a substantial factor in motivating the battery on this nurse. Uh, I think his doctor's name is Asil and the nurse's name, last name is Ricky. Um, Cedar sinai put out a statement saying, we take great care to protect Cedar sinais employees as they do their work. And that means we take complaints seriously, investigate them thoroughly and act promptly. I'm actually surprised. I don't think if it was on video, anything would have been investigated, to be honest, because that's how hospitals are. They don't, why would they want to rake up muck, right? That's just, and that's part of our horrible culture. Um, so Nurse Ricky is fearful that the lawsuit will affect her ability to find gainful employment in the Los Angeles area dominated by Cedar sinai Well, Exactly. So that's why people are afraid to speak up. And this hashtag MeTooMedicine um, has kind of evolved from many, many, many uh, women in medicine uh, talking about rampant sexual harassment, double standards, the whole nine yards. And we've done shows on this before. Jen Gunter, who's a friend of mine, actually wrote a blog post about it, about being groped by an editor of an OB-GYN journal. Um, and honestly, none of this surprises me at all. You know, I, it, this kind of culture is rampant in all aspects of society, but in healthcare, where it's this hierarchical, tradition-bound, calcified, old-school culture that has traditionally been male-dominated for a long, long time, it's absolutely unsurprising. Do we have to change it? Yes. I think actually all this stuff is a watershed when it's just going to become so unacceptable to do this that um, we're going to see this start to disappear. Now, you know, there's going to be an over... At some point, there's going to be an overcompensation where a lot of complaints are going to come up from things that were not intended to be harassment, and it just means that people need to learn what's appropriate. And that, that takes time because culture changes slowly, and also men are dumb. I'm pretty dumb. Like, I, when I used to round at Stanford, I would just talk shit all the time and it is absolutely miraculous to me that nobody really complained in all the years because I think they understood my intent but it would have been easy to confuse the intent especially if you didn't read me right now I'm not talking about sexual stuff but although I make jokes about everything sexual stuff racial stuff it didn't matter nothing was off limits to me because I'm the same person I am now then although I felt like I could never truly be myself I also felt like I could never stop myself from truly being myself. So I just had to be who I was. Let's read some comments. Um, blah, 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 says Andrea Henderson. There you have it. Uh, Zanale Frey, I was taught that assault is when the victim is touched without their consent. Our instructor stated, uh, so you must inform your patient of your intent or ask their permission before you assess. You know, I mean, that's probably fair. Sometimes it's impractical in the hospital, but uh, I think that's probably a, a fair assessment. Um, I got my hours cut by a male uh, director of nursing because his buddy hit on me and I blew it off. Not literally. <laughs> Andrea Rodriguez. Yeah. So, I mean, I hear a lot of stories like this and I don't profess to understand deeply because, again, I see it from the male perspective walking through the hospital. I'm not the victim of that same level of harassment, although I have experienced variants of it female on male which I thought was really interesting. But again, the power structure is such that it didn't dis, it didn't unnerve me or uh, bother me the way that it might bother in the other direction of the power differential. So again, these things, if you don't even talk about them, if we're scared to even talk about them rationally, then we've already failed. Um, 
Yeah, see, June Stein, be careful, Z, at some point you may be accused too. Sure. I mean, it's entirely possible. Because one, I think one of the things when a pendulum swings in a direction where we're finally saying, okay, this kind of Weinstein type behavior is totally inappropriate. Well, it's not hard to go back and go, well, remember that time Z said that like he was making all those inappropriate jokes on rounds? Maybe that was a kind of sexual harassment. Even though both men and women were there, I didn't feel comfortable and that was inappropriate. That could certainly be true. And to that, it's a question of, you know, what's in what's the intent there? Is your intent, and again, it doesn't excuse when people feel uncomfortable, then you have to understand that, you know, your behavior has consequences. But the intent, if the intent is to single out somebody and to, um, um, to somehow um, harass them specifically, like in the case of Weinstein, say, or Louis C.K., and even Louis C.K. is an interesting thing because a lot of people are defending him saying, well, it wasn't so bad, he never touched them, this and that. Come on, dudes. He's using his power to put women who are who are technically lower on the hierarchy than him because he's the lead comedian in the world um, in a very uncomfortable and unpleasant and unconsensual uh, position of watching him do whatever. So, you know, it's clear that intent matters. You know, you're using this to dominate somebody else, you know. So, again, these things, I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff come up. Um, because again, and also the, as the culture shifts, you know, things that were okay to do, like you watch any episode of Three's Company, like Jack Tripper is a sexual assaulter, like Larry, the character on Three's Company, he's like a creepy, pimpy dude, you know, in the context of 1980, that was kind of baseline cultural. In the context of 2018, it's not going to be considered okay. So how do you reconcile that with people who have a 40-year history or 40-year career history? It's going to get really interesting. Um, you know, Elisio Ortega uh, says, uh, you know, Jesus, when did we as a society become so thin-skinned? Well, we've talked about thin-skinnedness on the show quite a bit, this you know concept of butthurt, taking offense out of proportion to the offense. You know, the thing is, you have to be real careful because in cases of sexual assault, accusing the victims of being thin-skinned is a is a time-honored tactic of the of the assaulters. So you have to be real careful to distinguish thin-skinned as a society from now. This is a real criminal and victim sort of relationship, and where that line is, that's where it gets. Sometimes it gets gray. You know, in the case of Weinstein, it's not gray at all. Like, the guy's a creepy rapist, right? I think we can largely... And again, 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 none of this has been shown in a court of law, but the preponderance of public evidence, he's a public figure, it's kind of like, well, all right, I'm going to weigh in my head what I think. And since he's a public figure, I'm going to say, this is what I think. You know, like this surgeon at Cedars, it's one case, we have one piece of footage, and we have a lawsuit. So let's let the lawsuit be tried by a jury of peers and see what comes of it. And then we can say, okay, this particular guy behaved very, very, very badly. What I will say is the behavior that I see in the video is absolutely, if that's what we're seeing, it's unacceptable, right? Um, and, uh, you know, Sean Ciano says, uh, but the accused must be treated as innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. Right, which is what I was just trying to say with the Weinstein thing. I think the public will 
you know, public guy, very powerful, punching up. Everyone will say, oh, you know, he's a guilty rapist. Surgeon guy on the Cedars thing, I think we really do have to say, you know what? Let, look, 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 look. Let the let the trial come through. Hey, sweetie pie. Come on in. Come here. Come here. What's going on? Come here. You can come in. Come here. Oh, you know, I tell you not to come in. You'll come in no matter what. So it's my way of saying come in. All right. I'm done talking with these guys. Hmm? Just twist my hand. Did I twist your hand? That's assault. Now you can sue me years later. You can say, he used to assault me. <laughs> That's a tickle assault. One day you're going to sue daddy for tickle assault, aren't you? And you're going to go online and you're going to do a tell-all. Z-Dog MD was a tickle assaulter. <laughs> no means no. <laughs> All right, Z-Pack. Yeah, you're going to put some, some sad faces? Oh, those are your sad faces showing up there. Yeah. There's the angry faces. Those are your angry faces showing up there. <laughs> Dad, just yeah. look at the screen and you'll see what I do. I see it. I see it. It's all coming across. There's your angry faces. You mean old lady. All right, Z-Pack. Do you uh, see the sad faces? Do us a favor. Hit like, hit share. Uh, spread the word about what we're trying to do here at Z-Dog Industries. Um have these conversations in healthcare that really we're not able to have. And uh, at some point, we're going to set up a forum on our website where you guys can create aliases that keep you safe from your administrators. I put sad <laughs> faces because I don't want to do that. Of course. And make your feelings known. All right. Peace out, CFAC. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, Financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.